Saturday, the 4th of September, 1915. From some of our 14th that were in the advance on the left, I hear Captain Groom, our company commander, is killed. Also, Chas Wells and many of the originals, leaving only a few in the old battalion. The saddest news of all is Chaplain Gillison, our padre, is killed. Without any exception, he was the wisest and finest man of the Australians on the peninsula. He was working with the Red Cross after the charge, bandaging our wounded and giving them cigarettes from his own cigarette case, all the time under gun and rifle fire. He was just that kind of man who would go through anything to save our chaps from unnecessary suffering. He should have never been in the danger zone at all, yet he sacrificed his life in this way, with many others just as willing perhaps, but not with opportunities. He was always busy up at our old position, Courtney's post, stalking about under the eye of the ever-ready Turkish sniper to fire on the Red Cross, holding burial services on the slope of the hill or supervising the bringing down of the wounded from the trenches. This was no easy task, owing to the great drop from the firing line to the dressing station. In fact, wherever he was needed, he was always there. The last sermon I heard him preach was to the whole brigade in Rest Valley. His remarks were on the language used by the Australian troops. A very impressive sermon it was too. Not a single man there closed his ears to it. I watched the whole thing through from our dugout on the other side of the gully to the troops, the same side as the Padre. And you'd be surprised to see how every man was interested. He also dwelt on a man's conscience. A photo was taken, probably by one of the local papers. Many a strong-minded man was drawn to tears on hearing of the death of Chaplain Gillison. Things are going along slowly. A lecture was given on places about Egypt, accompanied by lantern slides. The usual pictures were run this evening, attracting everybody in Al Hayat. 